sorry, friends. Uh, we've just had to re-record this one because uh, I was talking about running and talking about wearing lycra, uh, but instead of lycra, I, I used the word latex, and that adds a whole new dimension to a running outfit. So uh, anyway, let's get on with the show. <laughs> uh, today, my friends, I want to introduce you uh, again to my brilliant co-host, uh, otherwise known for this episode as the robust Tom Geeches. How are you doing, Tom? Uh, thanks, Tom, for that introduction. Um, <laughs> for the I'm second doing one. Well. Thank you very much. Hopefully you're doing well. But can you please confirm that the word robust is either a good word or bad word? Because in my head, I'm trying to work it out. Is that a good connotation or bad connotation for me? What, what, what are you saying? I, I think it's good. It's quite heroic. It's quite Superman-ish, I think. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll go with this word. I, I'll probably like to say I'm robust then. Um, right now, we're, we're doing like the Joe Wicks Get Fit in 90 Days. Oh, wow. So we're in our last month of that. I'm working and pushing through the pain of the fitness to become robust. So I'll go with that. But by yourself, would you class yourself as robust? Are you into fitness, Tom? Well, <laughs> as, as we were talking about in the first recording of this episode, I am, I've just started running again. And uh, indeed, I wear the full Lycra outfit. Uh, Lycra. Well, certainly, yeah, Lycra. So not latex. I've <laughs> just started running again. But the thing is, Tamra, I've noticed that if I um, don't run for a while, like even just a week, it, the difference it makes of me being able to run again is immense. I mean, I'm not like a, I'm not a full, I'm not a marathon runner yet. I'm, I'm still on the good old 5K. I was hoping to be at 10k by this point, but I kind of I've got a bit of an on-off relationship with running, so I'll I'll do it for a, a while and then and then it just stops for a bit and then I have to work it back up again. So it's like I have to keep going back and forth. What about you? So how's the Joe Wick? You're in the final Joe Wicks. Is it, it, that's quite tough? I understand. It is. It is. It's quite tough. Um, we've upped our lifting of weights now and with exercises are, are quite intense. But it's a weird thing, exercise, I think. Like, the thought of doing it, I don't really want to do. But, but once I've done it, I feel pumped and I feel buzzing and I'm glad that I'm putting the effort into it. Yeah, it's, it, I agree. I agree. When you get back from a run or, or any exercise, you feel buzzing, don't you? And, uh, well, today's guest is um, a fitness instructor. Uh, he runs a business called uh, Faith and Fitness. He's based in uh, Worcestershire. Uh, if, if any listeners are from Worcestershire, uh, his name is Spencer Morris Casey. And today he joins us on the podcast. Are you ready for this, Tom? In fact, I tell you what, whilst, whilst the interview plays out, uh, if you can just do, you know, 25, 35 press-ups, that'd be good. Ready? Go! It's looking at the world differently through sort of health and fitness. Um, you know, a lot of people I see every single day and, and most of the people I see pushing hard in the gym and dieting hard and really, you know, really pushing their boundaries and working hard and then they play hard. So it's trying to find that life balance with all those areas of your life. Um, and honouring bodies, it's, it's the whole principle of mind, body, um, you're mentally, emotionally, physically, uh, and you know, put a spin on that spiritually, so mindfulness. Um, so that's, that's what it means about honouring body, is just, um, just finding life balance. You know, it's uh, if you get a six pack from you know getting a good balance in the world, brilliant. You get a six pack, so it gives you that incentive there. Um, so honouring body, not just for long term, but enjoying the day as as well. 
So. Yeah, uh, Spencer, I believe you take a slightly different approach to fitness as to wider industry. You're less mm. about the kind of six pack and the image, yes. and you're more about the kind of lifestyle benefit. Tell us a bit more about about that and why that's important. Yeah. Um, I focused on getting a six pack for many years, most of my life actually, and uh, still haven't got one. Wait, I was going to say so. to achieve it. But it's getting there, I'm developing, it's seeing the development, it's, it, it is changing. Um, but the biggest thing is, I didn't focus on the actual too hard on the six pack part. I just focused on, right, what will get me to that six pack? Okay, let's reel back. So it's, it's focusing on just, right, balanced nutrition, cook, know what I eat, not diets, you know, because mm. I've spent thousands of pounds on diet pills and fat burners and protein shakes and all these sort of things. And to tell the truth, it's just, it pulled me further away. Um, and, wow. you know, so I'm just learning, trying to uh, food shop, you know, how do you do a food shop? How do you plan your menus through the week? So that's through the, the, the nutritional side. But also um, allowing rest as well, you know, mm. making sure I rest, make sure we switch off from our technology. So we've got rules in our houses, you know, non-social Sunday, which means we just don't have laptops, computers, phones, um, just to give our mind a break as well. So yeah. Can I just dig into that yeah, a little yeah, bit? Yeah, go for it. Um, how, how did you start that? That's, that's quite a, a hard rule to yeah. impose. Uh, how did you go about putting that in place and, and is it easy do you, do you stick to it how do you stick to it <laughs> it's getting there um, it's just myself and my wife this moment so we're trying to, we, my, my wife's 14 weeks pregnant so she's uh, we, we want to learn it now to implement it so you know our baby gets to see that routine I think it's so easy very good for people just to keep tapping mm. on and, and get lost into it we've done it but it, it's it's just sticking at guns and even switching off your phones at 8 o'clock at night um, we've got that down to a T now, which is great. You know, it, it goes on charge, on flight mode. That's it. No more texts and stuff. So we can actually work on our marriage as well. Wow! You know, great. So it's a, it's a knock-on effect of, of that life balance that I was mentioning about. Yeah, that, that, that's great. It's great that you've done that <laughs> before you've had kids. Is that right? Yeah. That, that's amazing to yeah. have that in place. And and it's amazing. How much do you think that impacts your physical health? I mean, it doesn't feel like a very physical thing. It's, mm. I get more I guess it leans into the kind of emotional health and looking at all of that but how much do you think that impacts on physical health um, it, it, well it, I think the the after effect is the, the physical stress mm. you know, on the bodies the muscles you know how, how our muscles affect we don't feel rested uh, the following day so it starts with the mentally and emotionally so it starts with the mental making that decision to do it then it goes emotionally gives your mind a chance to switch off and rest because mm. there's, there's, there's yeah. constant bombardment and uh, distractions in the world, uh, and it's constant. So you know, when do we switch off from that? When do we stop? And again, that feeds through to its sort of physical health as well. So one affects the other, affects the other, affects the other. Of course, because I, I mean, there's a big link between stress and that kind of overload of information and the way we eat and the way we, and how much we eat and all of that. There's a massive link there. Yeah. Um, me and my wife often get to the evening and we're sat watching evening TV and none of us are hungry. We could, even Sundays after you've had a Sunday roast or something like that, yeah. get to the evening and we're thinking, we're not hungry, mm. we just just want something yeah. to eat. Can you tell us a bit about why that is or, or what, you, what to do about that? Yeah, well, basically at the end of the day, it gets darker. So that's why winter's a really hard time and, and you find that a lot of people tend to put more weight on in this time because in the evening you, your body shuts down dark dark means go to sleep 
majority of life is oh, I don't want to go to bed yet because I haven't really relaxed so mm. then stick the TV on and then the TV on you, your body gets tired then your body's going hmm what shall I do to keep myself awake food energy so the quick fix is generally it knows it's very intelligent it knows sugar is a good source to to keep your body awake um, so it's the, all the things I'm going to mention today is it's it's all about changing one thing at a time um, like the, the non-social Sundays and the, another one we implemented was uh, eight o'clock no food after eight o'clock wow okay. so it's, it's not like oh should we well it's after eight so we're, we're not going to have anything so we just have like a warm drink or some just something comforting so something like a licorice herbal tea or something is quite a nice one because it's still sweet but it's it, it's comforting at the same time so simple rules nice I'm, I'm a bit fearful about implementing it to be honest but, but maybe maybe I'll give that a go and um, Spencer you uh, you got into fitness particularly I guess because you grew up with a eating disorder is that and your wife also struggled with uh, ME a chronic fatigue tell us mm-hmm. a bit about those stories she's now a runner I believe is mm-hmm. that right yeah yeah she's um, with with myself I've been uh, struggling uh, sort of with, with the relationship is that's the way I look at it now I've had some counselling that's really helped me sort of open my mind up sort of why now I've figured out why I can make the changes and, and start new habits but it was a, a comfort thing and I think a lot of people struggle with this and that's mm. their that's their sort of vice that's how they um, deal with life and pressures uh, and also rewards it's it's a the twofold you reward yourself with food you, you you feel down you feel a bit miserable you've had an upset a breakup or something like that mm. you go to food and it I didn't want that you know it's I wanted to change the relationship to it's not controlling me mm. I'm going to enjoy it and enjoy balance and have a chocolate cake but maybe share it instead of having it by myself by myself you know on my own like a secret eater and so that those things that sort of changed and it's taken all of I'm 42 now uh, and I'm making those changes but every little change makes a huge change and a new habit Um, and when myself and my wife got together uh, back in 2009 she's complete opposite she was brought up in a South African culture okay Afrikaans English she is so they were all fresh, fresh baked stuff, even cookies, it was all fresh. It was just right, okay, stop when you, when you, when you uh, finish your food, just stop when you're hungry, when you don't feel hungry anymore. Um, and they weren't forced to eat or, you know, it was it, completely different culture. So when they, she came and lived with me, mine was just, yeah, I think my emotional attachment, I'm actually losing weight in marriage Oh wow! Yeah, I know. This is like completely different. And but it, she's the opposite. If it's she doesn't want it, she won't have it. With me, if it's there, I'll have it. And it took a while for us to support each other. And I and the biggest thing is she got really frustrated. She kept saying, "Oh, you shouldn't have that. You shouldn't have that." And then I'm like, "Well, I'm going to have it because you're saying I can't have it." So it's it was <laughs> it was like a a battle of right. I will no, you shouldn't. And it's and she said in the end, she said, "I just want the best for you." And I said, the best thing you can do for me is just love me no matter what. Don't look at me going, oh, you disgust me. Love me no matter what, unconditionally. Um, and pray for me. And that, that was the thing is, that's, I said, don't say a word, just do that. Wow. And then the more she did that, the more I didn't need the food because I actually received love from her. So that built up our marriage at the same time. And, and she was going through 
um, Emmy at the time. She's in remission by three years now. Um, and uh, she's doing lots of stuff, even doing three marathons. She did a year, also not throughout marathons, half marathons. Ooh, nearly expanded it too much, but yeah. <laughs> and they, the people, the doctor said, you won't be doing lots of running, and she's sort of proven them wrong. So wow. where mine's been resolving comfort eating, hers has been resolving how to enjoy life, independence, energy. Mm. Um, so she slowly gave up caffeine, she slowly gave up alcohol, which she, again, she did originally struggle with, but she's got on by that now. She's, she's, and, and so many people say, well, you, you, you must not be living. And she said, well, I am living because I've got energy. And mm. just one drink, if I have one drink, she can feel it in her joints, she can feel the aches and pains, the inflammation flares up. And she says, I don't want that. So she's managing time, energy. She knows, right, okay, we've got a whole busy weekend. I'm going to take a day off after um, those mm. busy days and then recoup the energy. So she's, she's learned over the last few years, you know, especially now she's pregnant, yeah. to manage that sort of uh, energy. And, uh, and so we've both changed our relationship with food for reasons and for different reasons at that. Managing energy is... It's the massive thing, really, isn't it? That mm. that impacts so much of our. I think most of us revert to food because actually we're not. Maybe we're not sleeping yeah. well enough, yeah. or we're in some way we're draining it and we're running on empty. Mm. Uh, it's yeah. It's a, it's a really difficult one to to alter, mm. but it's about habits and lifestyle, isn't it? I think we don't always create good habits. We just kind of drift and go along with whatever's needed in the moment to to boost that energy or to to get what we need mm. but it, I think it's the outset it's, it's looking at and retraining the brain I had to really train uh, just the frontal cortex which is, is the front bit of the lobe there that's that's your um, your your start and stop button basically it's like okay right it's uh, discipline okay <laughs> self control it's a, it's, a, it's a tough one but it's you can train your brain the way you train your muscles and your body to get stronger so the more you actually say no nah, I don't need it or leave a bit of time. Um, one of the things I used to try with my um, clients was to say, okay, right, when you when you get that thought, capture it. Capture the thought and just go, I'll put it to the side. Now, after five minutes, if you still feel the urge to want that, have it. That's really helpful. Yeah. However, if you don't, and I guarantee they don't, it's okay, right, then leave it. Leave it for another time. And to tell the truth, there's a lot of results from that because it's that initial urge and craving mm. that people really give into. But actually, if you capture it, just leave it for five minutes. I also get them put a timer on their watch, right time, five minutes, right. Oh, I don't really need it now because the craving's gone. Wow. Okay. So it's, it's just little baby, little tips and baby steps you can do. Would you, would you say you're... A disciplined man. Would you say you're, you've always been disciplined, or would you say you've learned discipline, or would you say you're still learning? Yeah, well, I'm still learning. It's it's. Um, I am still learning, um, but I am not where I used to be. Hey, friends! I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. Can I encourage you to join the Insiders Club of the All oh My Days Academy today? where we help you to implement the wisdom shared with additional content, templates, book giveaways, and access to a secret communications channel. Now, it's a monthly subscription, but it is pay what you want. Friends, here's what some of our members said. Hi, I'm Alison, and I joined Insiders Club because I wanted a new perspective and something uplifting to listen to. 
Hey, I'm Jamie. Uh, I joined the Insiders Club uh, because I just want to live every day uh, with a purpose um, according to what I've been called to do. I joined the Insiders Club because I wanted to dig a bit deeper and look at more practical ways that I could keep motivated and stay focused. Friends, join the Insiders Club today at allmydaysacademy.co.uk. Spencer, going, just going back to the kind of the eating disorder and your, your wife's ME, mm-hmm. do you th- particularly with the eating disorder, I guess, more so than ME, although it might apply, do you think it's, um, do you think you have to do, kind of maintain that health to, of that relationship with food? Mm. Would you say it's quite easy to slip back into those old habits? Yeah. It's, it's really easy to slip back. You know, I've had, what, 30-odd years of, of binge eating, secret eating. Um, and, you know, this year I've, I've been on a bit of a, a crazy journey of... Um, I, I'm doing it for charity, actually, um, is stopping sugars like crisps, sweets, chocolates, pastries, oh, wow. cakes, you know, Hello, alcohol cool. as well. Um, it was for the whole year. Wow, okay, so... And, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting one because... Um, with me, in my head, I could have done better. Okay. However, looking back and sitting back and chatting to my wife, because she's my accountability, um, just chatting with her and she said, well, don't forget you were here. You've lost weight. You've got a new habit. I've had lots of changes uh, throughout um, over this time of year, taking on extra work, um, moving house, going through IVF. And, and what I mentioned earlier was about how our vices, what we t- go to to mm. deal with stresses and strains of life. And that, all those three things all in a go, job, IVF, baby, mortgage, move house, that was in a space of two months. Right, yes, because we were trying to organise this interview yeah. in the midst of all this. Uh, so I had, to, <laughs> I had to kind of let you be for a while. So it's in, and that was my go-to. And, and so I stopped that and um, I said, no, okay. So I had a couple of stumbles. Mm. But as hostly, I think I've had out the whole year probably 28 days of tripping up. Wow, that's Hitting impressive. those foods. But that's what I should be looking at, but that's not what brain thinks. I have 28 days of tripping up in a month, let alone <laughs> a year. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's being, that's where it's coming kind to yourself. And mm. I think that's where the, the, you can put so much pressure on yourself that you can just keep rolling into the same direction. Mm. If you take the pressure off yourself and go, actually, okay, what can I take from this? What can I learn? Okay, this is not going to hold me back. And it's then recutting, breaking those chains again, capturing the thoughts, yeah. implementing structure. You know, it's good to have structure, but it's also good to have no structure. But if to get into a routine, you need solid structure. So structure equals freedom. Yeah. And it does free up putting the times you switch off your phone onto silence or non-social Sundays or cutting off points of, of food in the evening. Right, I don't eat after eight o'clock. Making sure I've got my plan, my training sessions in the week. Um, time to sit back, read the Bible, have some quiet time. And I've learned every single day I need to do. That's my start. Mm, I have to, okay. Even if I get up 30 minutes earlier, I have to start with quiet time because my head is in a good place. It's focused. I've got my little journal, which I've been writing, and it's been really interesting to revisit my mm, old self yeah. and the changes. What time do you get up? Do you, are you an early bird? Um, yeah, 6 o'clock is... That's it. Even my days off, I get up at 6. But I tend to sort of get up make a cup of go back to bed and hug my wife you know so okay. chill if I can at the weekend but um, I'm trying to sort of increase sort of get knock off half an hour so eventually I want to get about half five 
to have a bit more time to get my head ready and eventually get up at five to get my head into a place to get ready. But it's small changes. A child will soon solve that issue. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad I'm an early bird, actually, because, uh, you know... <laughs> We have many, many discussions, and I'm I sure guys sleep through crying babies anyway. Well, this is I think it's just the nudging part of the digital ribs going, <laughs> your, it's your turn. So I, I get up with, my son wakes up at five at the minute, and I get up, and I, I went through a fact, I love, when, when I can get up early, and I can start my day in similar ways to you, mm. uh, we, I had a bit of a morning routine that I planned and I really enjoyed for a while, mm. uh, and then it kind of slips because you, you wake up and you're, you're feeling so knackered you can't mm. so it, again that kind of step by step half mm. an hour is probably a better way of doing it my son forced me up right through to an hour's difference or mm. in a two hour therefore everything else slipped out of place because I was like I'm just knackered I can't focus on anything let alone mm. so uh, I, I ended up just using those two hours of sitting on the sofa with my little boy rather than being intentional I guess is the word hmm. about that but again yeah. that links to physical stuff doesn't mm-hmm. it that start that that mental state yeah that that how you start your day exercise is probably a good thing to mm-hmm. include as part of that in some way yes but impacts everything doesn't it it's a, it can be a knock-on effect and I think it's uh, it's it's knowing that it's happening Rec- I think the biggest thing is recognizing it mm. that's what I've really taken from the issue is recognizing why I do things and now okay. I, can, I can change it. It's re- recognizing that I have made a, mis- um, a bit of a, a kerfuffle with my, my nutrition. Um, maybe I've overeaten or um, ate at the wrong time. Um, and it's just like, okay, right, today's the day, tomorrow's another day. Great. And it's living for, it literally is living for the day. So you plan ahead, mm. but you live for the day. Do you, do you structure your eating times? You referred then, you hinted at the idea of mm. a planned time of eating. If you can, it does help, because it gets, then it leaves no grey area. Okay. <laughs> so it's monitoring, right, yeah, I've said breakfast, okay, you get your breakfast, right, I take a handful of nuts for maybe snack, and then you've got your lunch, right, I've got a set lunch, I've had it from the night before, so we've taken it and boxed it up for the next day, you know, so it's preparing, that's mm. where preparing like food menus and shopping and stuff like that, um, that's also helps with good, good finance as well. Yeah. Because you you spend with you know what you're buying, so you spend to you know so that's a really good way, and we've saved loads and loads of money planning that. So right, it's okay. another tip for you as that one. Um, so yeah, and then afternoon have a little snack, um, early evening have some food <coughs> again. So you got your food, and then you have a cut off point. So maybe just before the cut off point, you could have like a couple of grapes or something. There's nothing wrong in that. Oh, thrilling! Yeah, a couple of grapes. I'll but tell yeah. you what, the grapes taste so good now. They do, yeah, they, they do. And, and and that's another thing that is, I've noticed: the more sugars I've pulled off, because sugars is everywhere. Mm. You know, it's 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 a it's a big big problems. Um, it's in bread. It's in your processed stuff. That's why we try and cook fresh because mm. it, it, you know what's in there. You can control that. What What's been the transformation for you of cutting sugars? Um, mentally, I don't get anxious. Wow, really? Same with alcohol. And that, that was my way to relax. I used to sit back and even have a drink. And, but actually it wouldn't and, relax, I guess. No, you just don't, you don't sleep good. Um, I've tracked it on my, one of my Fitbit monitors. <laughs> you don't sleep as well. You, it's very broken sleep. Um, and you wake up all groggy and fuzzy and it's just not nice. So um, 
so yeah, it's just it's just tracking that, and mentally I'm I'm feeling better. I occasionally have the blips with anxiety, but it's generally compared to I felt like, you know, I was on medication and stuff like that. I'm nowhere near where I was. Okay. So and this is it from a group trainer. Mm. You know, I come across very presentable, very confident, but inside I was actually really anxious, and mm. and it really affected my way I'm teaching and. That's shifted as well. People are like you're so much more confident, not cocky, yeah, not arrogant, just confident, and and it's great because then I f- I feel the changes in my life, and if I feel the changes in my life, I can honestly say to people, you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. which before I was failing, I was like, oh, I can't do this, binge, binge, binge. So what the right did I have to say to someone, you can change? I am a guy that used to be. I was a good guy. I've always been a good guy, you mm. know. But it was all me. It was about me. I was quite selfish in the way I relaxed and where I socialised and where I did things. Since what life means to me now is it's the broader spectrum. It isn't about me, and that's a tough one to swallow when you say mm. that to people. They go, "Well, it is about you." I said, "No, it's not." I, I guess part in the fitness industry, yeah. it's very much focused on. Yeah. It's a very personal thing in many ways. Yeah, that's it. But it, it's, it's looking at going, okay, no, it's not about me, but doing the stuff that I do, if I can see changing people, if I can see people changing their lives and enjoying and smiling and moving better and better communications and having good family times and relationships are built, that's what I thrive from. Mm. And I'm learning to thrive even more from. And that, if, if that hope is there, people get attracted to that, it's that attraction. You know? Yeah. Um, and I've been that visit out there. I've 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 done Reiki. I've I've been trained up in Reiki. I've done spiritual stuff. I've done. Um, I've looked into sort of meditation, and I've looked into so the Secret. That's the book out there as well. Okay. You know all that positive thinking, right? If you think about it, it's going to come to you. I've done all that. I've, but it's it was never wholesome. Yeah. Because I was still looking, and it's because I didn't know who I was as a person, and that's the big change of of when I gave my life to Christ uh, 2009 now crikey um, that's what's changed is I know who I am first mm. then if you know who you are you can build that around that you know it's um, and I spend a, I know a lot of people search who they, they don't know who they are as a person well I know that I know yeah. who I was created to be and it, I am doing what I've been gifted I've looked at all the little gifts that I've got in motivation encouraging people build up drawing communities together drawing people together um, that's my gifting and I, and I love expressing that um, but I had to this year was all about right let's just really think internally get those changes made within you get some new habits started and then feed that in to the, the community you're working with and I've never held back showing people my failures either it's great I've never said that yeah. oh it's all perfect well of course it's not but um, if I can share my vulnerability with people, and that takes a lot, takes a lot mm. of guts. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I really do. Same with my wife. Um, people open up. Yeah, they really do. They they start talking, and it's not like gossip. It's just, you know, I'm not going to start saying it around to other people. But if they can open up, so much healing can happen. And it's that inner healing. Mm. Um, then you're freed up to do what you can in life and it's again be inspired transform inspire others it's it's really that's what it's all about